Hi, I'm Catherine, and you're listening to the One Calm Voice Podcast. Well, hello there, everybody, and you're very welcome along once again this week. Remember to check out the website, onecalmvoice.com, and that has the links to everything else. That's just kind of the shortcut, isn't it? Now, it's Patrick's Day here in Ireland. And, you know, I almost forgot that it was Wednesday and that it was podcast day. I got so carried away in my greenery and my him. I was going to say green ice cream, but it wasn't quite green. It was more of a, you know, white (laughs) masquerading as green, but I will take it nonetheless. I hope that you are safe and well, and I hope that those whom you love are likewise safe and well. This week. Imagine that I knew last week what I would talk about this week in an unprecedented move. This week is actually connected to last week's episode. Now, am I up to episode number 62, I think? And this week, what I promised was that I would offer us um, a practice that we can use, a simple practice. And I've been thinking about it during the week and I'm actually going to give us two practices. And the reason that we would use these practices is because we use them in times when we don't feel unsettled, when we don't when we don't feel like we're struggling. We use them all the time. They become a practice. They become they embed themselves in our lives. They become part of um, our day and indeed our nighttime. And the reason that we do that is because you you know you have heard me say before about building up this reservoir of calm rather than constantly depleting the calmness and the stillness and the ease in from our lives this this offers a way to save it up now we'll, we'll still use it you know we'll use it in our everyday but we also have a store we create a store then so um on times like I was last week where I was struggling, I could then rely on that store that I had and I still struggled but it didn't get to the point where I felt completely overwhelmed by the struggle. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. Like there's no there's no two ways about that. But at the same time, I recognize because I was aware that it was a temporary thing. It's also a real uh, essential part of our lives that's going to happen. We're going to have days where we struggle. So now I'm going back to last week. Let me stay in this moment in this week. So the practice that I'm going to offer, two practices I'm going to offer. The first one I like to call playing attention. And then the second one is just a simple one that uh, for the breath. And I find if I'm going to bed at night time and uh, I've been really mulling something over before bedtime or worse still, and it is habit of mine now, um, maybe on social media at night time or, um, you know, reading about something or indeed watching the telly. And I'm getting a lot of that, um, yeah, screen light into my eyes. Then when I close my eyes, I need something almost to try and allow me to relax into sleep. Now, I do have a sleep episode as well, a sleep podcast. You could listen back to that if you so desire. But this is a shorter one. Okay, so that's my two things. Will we just start? We'll just start then and I'll offer you the practice. The playing attention one is really good because it builds up the skill of being able to play, pay close attention to what is happening to you in each moment. And we do so without judgment and without criticism. And it's a simple 
game. It can be a game to begin with. There's no problem at all with that. And and this is what it is. So I'll ask you or invite you, first of all, you know, try and find a comfortable spot to sit in if you so desire. And if not, let's just let's just go for it on the fly here. Well, I'll ask you if you can to bring your attention to your right big toe. And of course, the moment that I ask you to bring attention to the right big toe, I'm hoping that that's what's happening for you because our attention is fleeting. Now, it mightn't stay there, but I'll ask you if you can to bring your attention to your right big toe. And even as I do that myself now, I begin to become aware of that, you know, almost like that tingling sensation in my right big toe. Now, the right big toe is quite... um, a precise thing for me to ask you to bring your attention to. And I can do that because I have practiced already many, many, many years. Whereas if you're new to this kind of work, what if I say to you, bring your attention to your right foot, all of the foot. You don't have to single out any one little piece of it. Okay. And now what I'm going to ask you to do is bring that attention now to the lower, lower leg on your right hand side. Okay. So that space between the knee and the ankle on the right hand side, right knee, right ankle. And that, and hopefully now what we begin to experience is that sense of fuzziness or buzziness or that tingling sensation moving from the foot then and moving up through that right leg. Let's go towards that right knee now. And just when we focus our attention there, you can close your eyes if you're not driving. You can close your eyes and maybe that might ease or make it a little bit more an easy transition for you. Now, if your mind suddenly thinks about dinner or what I need to get at the shops or something that's happening in work that happens okay that happens you know it doesn't mean that you can't do this kind of work it doesn't mean that this practice isn't for you the moment that you notice it has happened is a moment of triumph why because you have noticed where your attention or that your attention has wandered off it's rambled off so just bring it back remember your attention is one of your most prized possessions yet We often give it away so cheaply, so cheaply. We allow our attention to rest on things that are not nourishing for us. But I know myself, when we really kind of take a deliberate action and a decision to, you know, make your attention work for you, okay? Make it, um, you know... I suppose, help you to live efficiently and deliberately, it has a massive impact on how on how we feel in our lives and how we feel in our bodies. Okay, are we still on that right knee? If you are, that is tremendous. Okay, otherwise, let's move up towards that right thigh. And then we can move a little bit more quickly, maybe, if our attention span is short, which it tends to be these days, getting shorter and shorter. Okay, we're in now to the right hip. The right buttock, maybe even if that's comfortable for you, if you can notice that. Wonderful. And now let's go across towards the left buttock. Okay, now just with our attention. Okay, and then we'll allow that to settle there if that's okay. And then let's move that attention and awareness towards that left thigh. Now, attention and awareness just means noticing the presence of your left thigh. I know that sounds ridiculous. I know that. But just try it. It is deeply soothing. Okay. And it's really good as well at helping our focus. Okay. This will help you in every single aspect of your life. Let's move into that left knee now. And then the left lower leg. And all of that left foot, the entire left foot. 
Now, what generally tends to happen to me at this point is that I recognize that the lower half of my body now feels so heavy. It's really grounding me here. And that's all we're going to do today. We're not going to do any more with our playing attention game. I I think I find that this is useful because we are sitting so much, you know, so let's bring our attention and see if we can expand it a little bit until we become aware of the entire lower half of the body. As we sit here, you might become aware of the feet flat on the floor. You might become aware of the bum on your chair. And then just allow yourself, if you can, to sink into that, to settle into that without judgment, without criticism. The mind wanders off. No, that is the nature of the mind. And you have it within your power, within your control to bring it back. Redirected. And then you know, over time, it will get better at staying at where you want it or where you need it to be. Okay, and that's the skill of focus. That's the skill of paying attention, or as I like to say, play attention. And what will happen when you practice this is that your ability to focus, your ability to pay attention, your ability to be more acutely aware of what is happening for you at each and every moment gets better. Okay, and it will positively impact on every single part of your life. I absolutely guarantee that. You know, it will be amazing and life changing and revolutionary in your life if you learn to be uh, or pay deliberate attention, gentle, you know, non-judgmental, non-self-critical attention to what's happening for you. Because the body is amazing. It has all of these. I'm getting into another episode now almost, but it has all of these wonderful kind of like, like alarm systems. You know, we talk about that good instinct where we know, gosh, that doesn't feel right, you know. And and oftentimes our heads will overrule that um, our own internal guidance system. Our head will overrule it or somebody else's opinion or, you know, that we're taking on board what somebody else's opinion is telling us and and that we allow that. And, and you'll know that you'll recognize that feeling because it feels unsettling within us, you know, because we're acting in a way that doesn't feel natural for us. And of course, you probably know of instances in your life where your gut instinct, you know, was telling you to do one thing but you didn't trust it and instead you went along with another with maybe something that your head told you or something that somebody else's opinion and and then of course you know retrospectively we might look back and say oh I knew that why didn't I just trust myself we're out of the habit of trusting ourselves you know we're kind of led to believe that happiness like I say all the time lies with lies outside of you you know and that you need guidance. You have all the guidance that you need within you. Okay, so that's the first one. Play attention. And it's a short little game. It's a short little practice. And it will absolutely help develop that skill of focus and attention. And it's really soothing as well. The benefit, like I say, it, um, is wide reaching. And then the second little practice that we could use is one which is a simple one is just to do with your breath. It's definitely one that I'm currently using every single night as I find myself going off to sleep. Um, you know, because I am. I think it's because I'm so busy during the daytime that I find then, you know, in the nighttime that it's my time to catch up on what's happening in the world, you know, and um. I'm not giving myself an, enough time that I'm not giving myself enough early nights, I guess. And and I know when it's happening, 
that what I I sh- what I know what I should do, but like that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not listening enough to myself. Hmm? I need to take a bit of my own medicine, don't I? But anyway, I know that that will come around. It's just a busy time at the moment. And this is what I do, though, and it does help me greatly. And and of course, I, you know, fall asleep then and I, I, I don't move until the next morning, you know. So I am getting lots of time to rest and reset and for all of the learnings that I've had in the day to sink in, you know. So that's important. It's important for us. OK, so this is what I do. Lie down in the bed, whichever you know, if you lie on your back, I always think that's really good to lie on our backs, to sleep on our backs. It's now, of course, lots of people like a couple of pillows, you know, that put does put extra strain on our neck if we're if we're um, sleeping on our backs like that. So, you know, you could forgo the pillow, but you don't have to. OK, I'm just saying it's just a suggestion, you, something that you might try and see how you feel about it. Anyway, back to lying on our backs. Now, if it's not comfortable for you to lie on your back, lie on your side, on your tummy, whatever way you normally go to sleep. And this is what we do. You know, your mind might be whirling and I say to myself, breathing in and I know I'm breathing in. Breathing out and I know I'm breathing out. Remember, that's a fact. Your breath is a fact. It will always only just be happening in this moment it will always be real it will always be true it will always soothe and it will always guide and it will never let you down that fact will always stand breathing in and I know I'm breathing in breathing out and I know I'm breathing out breathing in and I know I'm breathing in breathing out and I know I'm breathing out okay now that helps to settle it helps to settle if there is something that's swirling around your mind and um you know something that you're uncertain about a problem maybe that you're having in home life work that will help if you don't know what and none of us none of us know none of us have ever known what's going to happen in the future but at the moment in these COVID times the future is even more uncertain you know because we're trying to plan for what might happen in the summertime we don't know if we can what's you know we don't know if we're going to be able to go on that holiday we don't know if we're going to be able to get back to sport we don't know we don't know we don't know but one thing we do know breathing in and I know I'm breathing in breathing out and I know I'm breathing out Okay, now I like to go a little bit deeper than that. Breathing in and I feel myself breathing in. Breathing out and I feel myself breathing out. Breathing in and I feel myself breathing in. Breathing out and I feel myself breathing out. Let's try it again. Breathing in and I feel myself breathing in. Breathing out and I feel myself breathing out. I was trying to think all week about you know, if there was something else I could offer just as an add on there, because I'm trying to give you something that's practical, that doesn't take a half an hour, that is accessible to everybody, 
And I, and so I like I was deliberately thinking about that all week. But what happens with me when I do that breathing in and I know I'm breathing in and then I switch to breathing in and I feel myself breathing in. I, I don't actually remember anything after that. I fall asleep generally. And so I think that that's enough. That's telling me that that's enough for now. Now, you, you it's not it's like it's not that the playing attention practice has to happen in the day and the breath one has to happen in the night, you, you know, you can do the breath one in the day as well. You could do it in the morning when you wake up. You can do it at any point when you take a break, a break during the day. And I personally find that, you know, oftentimes if we're driving in the car, you know, that will unnecessarily have the radio on. Um, if we're in the kitchen or in a room, you might try and notice this about yourself. If you ever walk into a space that's quiet, do you reach for the radio to turn it on? Do you reach for your phone to, or do you do you need to have some noise going on in the background? A huge amount of people maybe subconsciously do that, that they have to fill they have to fill the space around themselves with noise that it's very uncomfortable for them to be in silence for the for them to be in stillness now there's a whole other episode in that i know but maybe if you're driving you can pause you can stop you can pull in you can turn the radio off and you can remind yourself breathing in and i know i'm breathing in breathing out and i know i'm breathing out you don't even have to do it three or four or five times you can just do it once and it's amazing how much of an impact that will have on that reservoir of calm that you have within you, that we all have within you. You know, it, we don't we don't all have within you. We all have within us. Yeah. So they're simple, two little simple practices, ones that will help to bring a sense of steadiness, a sense of calmness, a sense of ease into our lives. Now, that won't happen if we just do it once. I call it a practice because that's what it is. It's a practice. It's something that we do continually. You know, we're, you know, we know ourselves. Some things we will give our time to. Say, and as I'm saying that, I'm thinking about brushing our teeth. You know, we brush our teeth every time, every morning. You know, we brush our teeth every night. We don't question if it's worth doing it. We don't question if it takes up time. We do it because we know it's the right thing to do. And of course, teeth as well are very visible okay aren't they and if we don't brush our teeth we might get you know a cavity we might get have bad teeth we might have bad breath we might you know have yellow teeth god forbid we might have something that looks unappealing for us when we, we, we might like what we see in the mirror and of course it can be painful too isn't it if our teeth decay because we don't take care of them and and you see it's very visible whereas our own, you know, internal environment is on, is known only to us. And so then sometimes what happens is we let that slide. We don't give it as much care and attention because it's not observable to other people. It's not quite so obvious. And, and then what happens, of course, is that we kind of... Uh, are, begin to forget what it feels like to feel calm and relaxed and steady and easeful and happy even and and our internal environment you know that that is um, tumultuous and uncomfortable and painful and 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 sometimes you know downright frightening for us it's frightening when we look in that 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 
becomes our norm. But that isn't all that's available to you. There is that sense of ease that is our natural state. That sense of steadiness. That sense of moving easily through the world, softly and gently through the world. Remember that we can have the most um, gentlest impact on, you know, those we surround ourselves with. That doesn't make us weak or, yeah, I think weak is what a lot of people think. If you're soft and gentle and easeful, you know, and you're not... Um, you know, you know, bashing the table and domineering and yeah, trying to be the best that you can be. I, I'm I'm so falling in love with the notion of, you know, embrace rather than dominate. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> anyway, guys, I know I'm rambling on now, um, but that's all I would wish. I, I, I wish it for myself and I wish it for each and every person that's listening to this, that you will find that easefulness in our lives, that we will all feel at ease within ourselves, at home within ourselves, happy and joyful. It doesn't mean that we won't ever feel stuck or it doesn't mean that we won't ever struggle, but it just means that at our very essence, we are steady. So I'm going to leave it at that, guys. What I offered you this this week were two practices. The first one, that one about playing attention. And when you get really comfortable with playing attention to the lower part of your body, you can pick any part of your body. Actually, you can just be, pick your hand if you wanted, you know, when you play, play attention with, you know, bringing attention to the little finger, then the ring finger, then the middle finger, you know. And then like in the episode on sleep, I think I do the full kind of play attention to the full part of your to all of your body. You know, it's much more um, it's a it's a longer practice, you know, but I find even bringing that attention to the lower half of your body is so grounding and so steadying. And it's definitely worth um, investing the time in a daily practice like that. It doesn't take long. And then the second practice that I offered was one about the breath and that we can get that um, steadiness from knowing with certainty that breathing in, I know I'm breathing in. That's a fact. I know that. And then breathing out and I know I'm breathing out. That I, that's a fact. Okay, no matter what else I'm uncertain of, or no matter what else I'm unsure of, that is a fact and that is steadying. In a sea of uncertainty, knowing one thing, that is enough to anchor you. It is enough to help you feel steadier. Okay. And then I went to try and to go a little bit deeper. So we're going away from that knowledge and we're going into that sense of feeling, okay, of being in our bodies of, um, yeah, I know, being oh, sure, where else would we ever be? But lots of times we're not, our mind is elsewhere and we, we're, we're um, a little bit disconnected from that guidance system, that internal guidance system that we have. But when we practice feeling the breath, breathing in and I feel myself breathing in, breathing out and I feel myself breathing out. And like I said, you might find yourself unaware of anything else, maybe about, maybe you're aware of pleasant dreams in the nighttime. But you won't, you know, maybe come back to full awareness until you wake up in the morning. And wouldn't that just be wonderful? 
So that's it, my darling friends, for episode number 62, I think. Um, Yeah, and like I say, St. Patrick's Day and it all, it's Wednesday, it's the middle of the week. We've all had the day off school. We've had the day off work at the bank holiday here. We've had a wonderful walks in the mountains, four hours of the walk. Well, it's not mountains, really hills, but four hours in the sunshine. We had the ice cream afterwards. And as I'm coming home, driving home in the car, thinking it was Saturday, because there's the kind of things we do on Saturday. And then suddenly realizing it's Wednesday. I need to do uh, record the episode and I need to make sure that tomorrow is just a regular day. We're not having a day off again tomorrow. (laughs) It's not the weekend. But look, I will be back again next Wednesday. um, All going well. Let me ask you, please, if you have any feedback, if you have anything in particular that you would like me to give a little bit more clarity on, if there's anything in particular that you would like to hear more about, or indeed, if there is something that's happening for you in your life at the moment and you'd like me to try and help tease out or even shine a little bit of a light as to how I manage in a similar sort of a situation, please do get in touch. You know, please do. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to, yeah, engage in that way. All right. So that's about it, guys. I hope that you that something has resonated from today. But as always, I trust that what needed to come through me has come through me. So I thank you for your hearts and your minds and for those delightful ears. Will we keep going? Yes, we will. Just for another little while. I am Catherine and you have been listening to the One Campus Podcast. Bye.